Tavarumi. And uh, we're doing Romans chapter 3. Abarumi Esura Yaksatu. Verses 23. I was supposed to preach this on, 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 on Wednesday, but I didn't go through three to all, so I thought I should just. Uh, with everybody here, just go through this again. So we are speaking on trophies of his grace. Uh, no boasting. Okay, it's not one word, but if you want to make it one sentence, that's all right. But in brackets, you can say no boasting. Verses, we are beginning from verses 23 to 28. Six, chapter, chapter 3, rather, of Romans. Um, verses uh, 23. Are we all there? If you're there, say amen. Okay, we are going to read. Let us first pray. Loving Jesus, we ask your inspiration now as yes. we go into your word. Let your spirit cover us. Fill us with your presence. And by the end of this service, may you be seen. May you be seen. And we disappear. Father, Lord, I'm going to speak to your children. But I realize I'm not worthy, Lord. So come and take me out of the way. And use these lips of mine to speak. Words of eternal life. Words which can change destiny. Words which can encourage destiny. Whatever it is that the enemy has desired to do in the people's life. Bring us a deliverance by your word. In Jesus' name. For all have sinned and have come short of, of the glory of God. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in, in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Katonda gwe ya sawo okubomu tango. Oruoku kilizo msai gwe. Okula gobu tu kilivu gwe. Oruoku leka ebibi. Ebiyako lebuangeda. Katonda ngagumi kiliza. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness that he might be just. And the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Okula gobu tu kilivu gwe. Mubidobi no. So where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works? Nay. But by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law.
So we have a lot of students back from school in service. So God bless you all. I won't mention names because I might, I might leave out someone and they might say that I did not recognize them. But, nice to be with you today. And uh, it's uh, our visitors who are visiting us. I saw Sister Kajumba. I think you've come with your friend. God bless you. You are welcome. Uh, we have here no law but love. No book but the Bible. No membership but fellowship. And the blood of Jesus Christ washes us from all sin. Uh, I forgot your name. Your name, I remember the words, but it's difficult to mention. I, I will not try it, I'll mess it up, but you're welcome. God bless you. He's another student from the Aviation College. And uh, he's been, I think he's, uh, you're from South Africa? Yes. Yeah, uh, he's been in some of our meetings there. So they came uh, with uh, Sister Feva this morning. So this morning I'd like to speak on the subject I've told you of. But I've already spoken about this here in church in, in the previous services. So I hope that today I will hit notes that I did not hit. As we will see what the Lord has for you this morning. So just in case you are new here and you don't know how we take things, I don't, I'm not a very long preacher. But some what is short to us, some, to some it is very long. You, you know, we usually speak for about an hour and a half or so. But usually I do one hour. So I pray that you just stay put and uh, let us uh, together, be bound together and see what the Holy Spirit will speak to us. Try to avoid movement as much as possible. Amen. Amen. So, I'm speaking on trophies this morning. We, we saw what a trophy is. A trophy is, um, we defined it as a could be a gift or a prize for a victory or success. And then we also defined it in then in the ancient times, the Greece, uh, the Greeks and the Romans. When they would go to attack an army. You know, and then that army was defeated. So as a as a show of their victory, they would set up the things, the rings from the wall. Whatever those people gave up because they were won, it could be swords, shields, spears, today you can say guns or grenades and things, spoils of war, and especially those that they were using to fight 
them weapons. So they would take those weapons and they would array them in a place. And, and in that place, they would uh, uh, use those weapons as a show and a remembrance a memorial of their victory. Well, that over there is a cut. If you don't know it, let it not distract your attention to the world. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother Biscal was preaching one day in Canada. Canada. <laughs> And a cat came in the church. So walked through. And then he told the people. Now everybody started looking back. So he told them it's a cat. And every one of them felt embarrassed. That they left the word in preference for a cat. So the devil has a way of taking your attention from the word. But can we focus here church? So now, you will take those uh, memorials of victory of a defeated army and they would arrain it in a place and everybody would know that this army has defeated the other army. So those weapons would be called trophies. Trophies of victory. Trophies that they have won that show that they have won the victory. Anybody that had such a trophy it shows he's a victor. It shows he has, he has won the battle. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we also notice that it could be a prize. Now, if we had two people here, I love demonstrating, but I will not demonstrate that here today. We picked up two people and we told them, fight. The one who wins will get a gift of this match. Even a calm person, you will see them stretching themselves to fight. He will hit you and you will beat him but after he has tried. In order to get the trophy. So trophies are precious things. But here, when it comes to salvation, there is one who fought the battle. So we spoke about the battle that we are fighting and that this battle is not really ours. The battle we are fighting on earth, the battle of sin, is started really in heaven. That's where Satan fought against God. The Bible says Lucifer had his, uh, his angels. And also Michael had his angels. And the, the, the battle line was drawn. And they started fighting. They fought and fought. But that's Lucifer, the dragon, was defeated. 
and he was cast down here on earth and all his angels today we call them demons and we call Lucifer Satan but you know Jesus after winning that battle he did not have any trophy to show for it so when he, 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 the devil came down he thought he will come and destroy the creation of God but you see like I told you God had a plan God was looking for a trophy to show for his victory whereby he can boast of grace whereby he can boast of victory can I have more sound on my monitor so I don't strain my voice? And so the devil came down in the garden and he defeated, um, he defeated Adam and Eve. And after they were defeated, the devil thought, I have won the victory. The devil for the first time sang a song. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today. I tell God. Today. I have won the victory. Victory today. Dominion is mine. Power is mine. And when Jesus came down on earth, Jesus reminded, the devil reminded Satan. The devil reminded Jesus. You remember, you see all the earth and the fullness thereof. It is mine. And I give it to whoever I desire. So bow down and worship me. And I'll give it all to you. He knew. He thought it was his. But the one he was speaking to. Was the one who had come to possess it back. And after he possesses it back. He would be able to arrange trophies. Of his victory. But there's one thing he would use to possess back everything the devil stole. That thing is called grace. He came with one commodity called grace. Can you imagine God defeating the devil using grace? Because the devil knew what God said in his work. The soul that sins, that soul shall die. So the devil knew under no circumstance will God forgive Adam. Will God forgive Eve because they have sinned the way I sinned when I was in heaven because I remember when I sinned and all my of life. So Satan knew. But his knowledge stopped only
Unmerited favor. Something you receive when you are not worthy of it. For certain to think that God can take back Adam. It was impossible. But that is exactly what God had come to do. He had come to take back Adam on the basis of what Adam did, right? Are you following me? He came to take back Adam because Adam was a good man. He came back to take Adam because Adam was very holy. Am I preaching to someone here this morning? Was Adam a sinner? Had he fallen from God's grace? He had fallen from the first estate. There was nothing good on him. When God looked at him, everything in the written books was excluding him. As far as what he did, he was a sinner that, that deserved death. But when God came down, he came to, took back, to take back Adam on the basis of God's grace. When Adam did not deserve it, and so God decided to take him back, and that was not all. After taking back Adam, of course, you cannot say he has taken back Adam and all his estates without defeating the enemy of Adam. I'll, I'll take a little bit slow here, because this is where it's in your because this is the major point. Hear me now. Hear me. For Adam, Adam to come back in the good graces of God. He had to fight this battle of sin. And overcome it. But the penalty of sin was death. And if you die a sinner, you are a sinner where you have gone. Death doesn't change a man. It only changes his dwelling place. So now, if Adam was to die as a sinner, there was no more hope. It was done. And the devil thought that is how it is going to be. So the devil knew Adam could never win this battle. So that's why the devil was so happy. He knew he had won. But when the devil thinks he has won, that is when God does come down. Let me tell you, even in your life, personally, if you are a son of God, if you are a daughter of God, when the devil thinks he has won in your life, that is the moment God is about to do something. Remember Samson. Remember uh, this man here. What was his name? The Samson, I believe it was. 
Samson that moment Samson when they had made him play sport for them they had made him a display a trophy of the devil's victory <laughs> and they were laughing all over the place that is the moment when they had thought they have completely won him God was fixing to do something why because the seed of God in a child of God does not die. Amen. You can do a lot of bad things in your flesh. The devil can use your mind to think evil things. But I tell you, if you're a seed jam of God, Amen, you can never completely perish away. You have to come out of the ground where the devil has buried you. I'm talking about the ground of sin. Amen, the tombs of sin. The tombs of immorality. The tombs of the desires of the flesh, the pride of life, and all that is in the world. The devil buried us there. And he thought that we were completely defeated. But let me tell you what happens to a seed. When you plant a seed, a seed germinates. Amen. When the devil buried us, he did not know we were seed. And we cannot die to remain dead. When we die, we resurrect because we are seed. There is that seed jam of God in our soul. And the Bible says we cannot sin. Meaning we shall always believe. When the word let me, let me tell you this. When seed meets seed, the word of God is a seed. And in your soul, there is also a seed. When seed meets seed, <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because this seed comes in form of light. And the seed in your soul needs the light. And also the seed comes in form of the water. So the seed in your heart needs both light and water. And now I can say the seed is, is shining on you. This word is shining on you. When you were dead in your sin and your trespasses, Amen, he shined his great light. And the devil could not hold you. Sin could not hold you. And some of you who are still in them, I am here as a servant of God give you a declaration if you are a seed of God you cannot be buried there forever you have to come out as long as you hear the right truth the right word of the hour it will quicken your soul and you will resurrect Samson was almost gone but at that moment when the devil thought he had won God was fixing to do something God came down you know, it only takes a seed to realize who they are. Amen. 
As long as Samson lay, lay, lied down there. Samson and he was like, I'm defeated. Sincerely, last. This one, I think it will never go. Hi. Mm. It is very hard. It is very difficult. How can I even overcome it? Let me not even go to church. I'm defeated. I'm a thief. And you think you are that. I'm a very bad person. I also know myself. And I fear myself. How many of you fear yourselves? I fear myself. When I see my actions, I fear myself. Mm -hmm. I even wonder, am I the one who has done it? When I feel the pastor preaching, I say, My. Uh, it is good, Pastor, but me, I fear myself. It seems these things cannot work on me. Pastor, the pastor doesn't understand what he's saying. I know myself. And I fear myself. That is how Samson was. Samson Down there. But one morning, when he rose up, he came to himself. He said, No. I'm a son of God. I was born for a purpose. I'm here to defeat the Philistines. I'm here to cut off the heads of the Philistines. I'm here to defeat the devil. I am here for a purpose. I'm here to overcome lust. I'm here to overcome immorality. I'm here to overcome the pride of life. I am here to live as a son. And as a daughter of God. I am not a trophy. I am not a trophy of the devil's victory. I am a trophy of God's victory. I am a trophy of grace. I don't deserve it. I know this woman has taken me away from God. I, I don't deserve the love of God. But I know there is grace. And I want to say it has come to my senses. I am a trophy of God's grace. The moment you come to that moment, the devil thinks he has won. But the moment you know who you are, that is the moment the devil will realize who is a champion. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The devil will realize that Jesus Christ is a champion in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you what, we are, we, are, we are trophies of his grace. Tell two people you are trophies of his grace. Samson at that moment. Oh, listen, don't you worry about the excitement. If it doesn't happen, I can't preach. If the word doesn't do that, then I don't know what the word can do. If the word makes people run crazy, it's a proof it can make sinners get saved. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Amen. What makes us run crazy is not football. It is the word. And so, what makes us run crazy? It is not football. It is the word. Hallelujah. We are trophies of his grace. I said we are trophies of his grace. Samson at that moment. He realized. Now I know. Who I am. And 
the devil is not going to play around with me. The devil is not going to make me feel I am what I know I am not. Hey. And at that moment, he called a little boy. And he said, come on little boy. Show me the pillars. I was born to kill the Philistines. If I have to die, I am going to die right in my purpose. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. If you are going to live, live for Jesus. If you are going to die, die for Jesus. Die for a right cause. Die for a right purpose. Why you were born. And Samson at that moment. He went and pulled up the. He got his hands on the, on the pillars. And he began pulling. They began laughing at him. Or else they, if they knew. If only they had known, they would have taken him from those pillars. Hallelujah. If only the devil had known, he would have taken me away from the world. But now that the devil did not hinder me from hearing the word, he did the biggest mistake ever. Hey. The biggest mistake is for the devil to let you hear the word. Because when you hear the word, the word must accomplish the purpose why it is sent. That is the biggest mistake the devil has made to let you come here. <laughs> that is the only mistake that is why he fought so much that you don't come under the world but even tonight he has fought you not to come to church but because you are here he has allowed you to come that is the mistake he has made as long as you are here you, the word must bring forth that nature of Christ out of your life Samson began pulling. It may take a while, but it must happen. Hallelujah. Started pushing. Pulling on that pillar. And in a moment, everything started breaking away. Where there is God. Where there is grace. Where there is God. There must be a shaking. I will show you that in a moment. In the and so here. The scripture clearly now tells us. That God. Has justified us. Freely by his grace. Through the redemption. That is in Christ Jesus. So the, the devil thought. We are going to fight him. He did not know. That was not the design. You have to help me to preach this to you. Huh? 
It's like I'm walking on water right now. The anointing of the word that is upon me right now. Listen. Listen carefully. The devil thought that we are going to fight him. Have you ever thought about that scenario whereby your enemy thinks you are going to fight him? Especially these children who are bullied at school. And then your bully waits for you. And then he thinks you are going to fight him. And then you plan on a day. Let us meet here. Let us fight. And then on that day, you go to meet there. And your enemy prepares, your bully prepares. Ah, this one, I'll just eat him with one finger. And before they know it, your big brother is the one showing up. <laughs> your, it will be the worst day for your enemy your brother will beat him until all the teeth is out that is exactly what happened Jesus is our big brother the bible says he is the beginning of the creation of God and we are sons like him. Are you following me? Are you following me, sisters? We are sons like Jesus was a son. And when he came down in the ring of sin, who was our enemy? Satan. Satan. What were we fighting? Sin. Who was supposed to fight? Me versus Satan. And the devil came in the ring first. He waited for me to jump in. But I did not. Grace took over. Hallelujah. Someone else. My brother. My big brother. We have the same DNA. He came in the ring for me. He took my place. The Bible says that he took, he became sin. That we, oh hallelujah, hallelujah. we might become the righteousness of God. He became sin. He took the place that I was supposed to take in that ring game. He jumped in. When did he do that? When he was on the cross. When he went to that place, he took my place. And the devil in this other man was speaking to him. Bullying him. Save yourself and save us. If they say you are who you are. He didn't have to do anything or to say anything to him. He did not come to speak. When someone is a good fighter. He doesn't talk much. Empty tins make noise. But when Jesus came, he didn't come to make noise. He came. He came, he came to do something. That is why for me to be saved, I don't have to do anything. 
Some of you didn't get that, did what you? you? He came to do something that I may be a beneficiary of his action. And when he came and he, he was killed there, he was beaten, he was pierced on the side. All those were actions that were bathing me. Where did the wife of Adam come from? From the rib. The side of Adam. As much as he's our brother, he's also our husband. Speaking of Jesus Christ. When they pierced his side, there came out blood and water. What was that? We are saved by blood and water. The blood and the water is his word. When it came out, that burst another Eve. Another woman. And the first Eve fell. But the second Eve will never fall. Hallelujah. The things I'm speaking to you this morning, I'm receiving it direct from him. And I wanted to hear carefully. The second Eve cannot fall. Why? She is made not of the flesh, but of the spirit. The life that went out of him through his blood and water was applied upon us. And it is called grace. Whereby you do not deserve it. You are a sinner. You but here comes somebody. And he comes into the ring. And he hits the devil. He gave him one knockout. One knockout. And Satan passed out. The prophet says. Satan. Has no stinger. You know like a bee. A bee can only bite you or, or, or how do they call it? Stingy ones. After that, death. So the sting remains in you. Jesus on the cross was stung by Satan. And that sting remained in him. And Satan is a bluff. He has no power to take anyone to hell. He has no victory. But because Jesus was more than a man, when he died, certain thoughts, I have finished him. I hit him on the cross real good. He's going to die. But before the devil knew it, the same Jesus showed up in hell. 
He showed up in hell. And when he showed up in hell, he came there to make sure he enforces the victory. He is not only a redeemer. He is also our kinsman enforcer. To enforce everything the word has said. Are you hearing me now? To enforce every promise. And when he went down to hell. He gave him another knockout blow. You know, Brother Barnum dramatizes that. And he says when he went to hell, he knocked the gate of hell. And Lucifer was surprised. He said, but who is that? Everyone is here. So he did a roll call of all the demons in hell. All of them were present. Demon of lust. Present. Fornication. Present. Adultery. Present. What about the demons of lies? Present. Murder. Present. Envy. Present. Witchcraft. Present. Rumor mongering. Present. All the demons were there. So the devil was surprised. Which other demon is this one? This was not a demon. This was the creator of all. He that was on the ring. He that was on the cross. He had come down. Oh, hallelujah. If you love watching those kind of the, 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 the kickboxing games. You know, Brother Barnum was a, 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 a like kickboxing. And so, if you watch those games, sometimes there are these people who are so ruthless. They will kick you, box you, box you in the ring. And when they will box you and sometimes they throw you out of the ring. They follow you there. <laughs> they play in the game and out of the game. When it comes to Satan. Jesus is ruthless. He's ruthless. He knew what he was doing. He kicked him on the cross. In the ring. And he followed him. Even to hell. And when he reached there. Knocking on the gates of hell. Where do you get these things from? Where the Bible says he was in, in, in hell. In prison. When he died. Where do you think Jesus was? He was right there in hell. And he knocked on the door. And the door swung. Uh, the, 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 the devil was like there behind the door, you know, uh, shocking. And Jesus banged the door. And it swung open. And the devil was almost wetting his pants. If at all he had any. And right there. <laughs> so you are the one. Jesus said, Yes, I'm the one. What did he mean? In the book of Genesis, the Bible says the seed of the serpent will breeze the heel of the seed of the woman. The heel. 
and the seed of the sap of the woman will breast the sap, the seed of the sap. the serpent. Jesus, yes. in prophecy, was the seed of the woman. Meaning, a, a child born by a woman without a man. Jesus Katiesu. was born by Mary without the help of Joseph. Jesus was not the seed of Joseph. He was the seed of God through the woman only. And when he came down, he came to fulfill that prophecy. And right there in hell, he was so you are the one. Say, yes, I'm the one. Ah, I thought when I killed Moses, I had you. I thought when I killed Adam, I had finished you. I thought when I killed all the prophets, I had you. I, I thought when I had so and so, I had you. I thought when I, I finished Job, I had you. All of the prophets did not come to the glory of God. They died having not attained. So the devil thought he had him that one promised when he killed all the others. But Jesus said, Wait a moment, remember that when Jesus was on earth. Yes, we the devil saw him. And he wondered whether he was the seed or not. So many times he would ask him. Especially one time he asked him. If you are the son of God. Do this. If you are the son. So he was not too sure. Could he be the one? Because if he's the one. My kingdom is going to fall. So I have to make sure. I finish him. This is, was a battle going on. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to show you. The real battle. Has already happened. You don't have to fight no nothing. You are a trophy. So Lucifer. Was trying to wonder whether he was the one. And fully he got to learn. Maybe he's the one. So I have to finish him. So he finished him on the cross. But that was the biggest mistake he did. Because after that. Jesus followed him right there. And when Jesus arrived in hell. He did not go for negotiation. Sister Peace. Jesus does not negotiate with terrorists. Satan is a terrorist. How many of you here have been terrorized by the devil in your private lives? He terrorizes your mind. Some people even get depression. Some people feel like, oh, I want to die. 
in this generation the devil is sterilizing people's minds oh, the devil is a terrorist and I'm here to announce to you Jesus does not negotiate with terrorists right there in hell he did not negotiate with the devil. He said, Are you the one? Uh, please, can we have an understanding? Can we discuss? There is there nothing to talk about? Give me the keys. He kicked him. He gave him a knockout punch. And he took the keys. The keys of hell and of death. Of the grave. Satan has no authority. The keys of salvation. Jesus gave them to Peter when he was still on earth. So tell me which keys does the Satan have? He has no keys on your life. I'm angry with the devil today. And I'm here to tell you, church. Because the devil did that, Jesus did not negotiate with him. He went to win. Jesus is here today to win in your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is here to win in my life. He cannot go through all this. Jesus cannot go through all this for nothing. He went through it. He suffered. He died. He fought with the devil in his mind. He fought and fought. He struggled with him until finally hallelujah he rose again. He rose from the grave. Why did he rise? It was a sign that he has defeated death hell the grave and Amagombe and all the power of darkness Jesus has already defeated anything you are fighting Whatever you are fighting, whatever your demons are, he fought it and overcame it. And that's why he rose again. If this is not true, he should have not rose again. Everybody was waiting. Will he come out? Will he come out? The Romans, they even sent men to guard the tomb. Guarding a ride. The Bible says there came a mighty light. Oh, glory to God. And the storm with a seal thereof. They broke open. And the stone was rolled away by a great mighty angel. There came out light. Light. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, this is a very emotional moment. And at that moment, the king of kings. The lord of lords. The master. The victor. The mighty in battle. The lord of hosts, I say. He stepped out. 
in his glory. He stepped out. He stepped out. I'm here to announce to you, Jesus rose again from the grave. There is no grave can hide any of those that believe in Jesus. No grave of sin. No grave of pornography, you young men. No grave of immorality can hold you anymore. When the light of the word shines. Hallelujah. You must come out of those graves. Hear me. When Jesus rose. He has nothing to show for it. But. What was the first place he went to? The room. Where his disciples were in fear. Why did he go there? That's the reason why he died and rose again. The disciples. I'm a disciple. You can say that too. I'm a disciple. I'm a disciple. I am a follower of Jesus. I am the reason. I am the reason. The only thing the devil, that, that, that Jesus has to show for, for his victory, is me. I am the trophy. I am the trophy of his grace. What did I do? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not my works of righteousness. Sometimes we think the things we do can make us attain salvation. And sometimes we think that what we do doesn't matter. Both those thoughts prove you don't know what grace is. But grace will make you understand it is not what you did. It is not what you are doing. It is not what you will do that can make him make you a trophy. It is what he did. And when you realize who you are, you can't be the same anymore. They were in fear. Shaking. The day he came. Oh, the day he came. He ate with them. He supped with them. They saw him. Thomas said, I want to be sure. I want to touch him. Feel him. Jesus said, Here I am. Thomas. Thomas. If you want to know him personally, better than others, in a deeper way, you can. You can. He said, Thomas, Thomas, it's all right, you can touch me. Ah, you are here. He revealed himself to the disciples. And after this happened, the, the ones who were shaky, the ones who were fearful, 
They began singing a different song. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm no longer a slave to fear. From that moment, they realized that I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am a child. The things they used to do, they could do them no more. They could no longer shake. They could no longer fear. They could no longer go back to their house. They have had one commission to go and tell it why. Near and far that Jesus rose again. There were trophies who had to be displayed. The life and the nature of Christ was supposed to be revealed through them. That's what grace is. Victory. He rose with victory. He rose with victory. The realization that he fought my battle. Praise the Lord. That, that revelation is the only thing I need. Acts chapter 16 verse 23. If you can turn there with me. Praise the Lord. It seems, it seems I've lost sound. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison. Charging the jailer to keep them safely. Yeah, that's okay. These are the same people that met Jesus when he rose again. So when they had laid many stripes upon them, they caught them and they took them to jail and so they had beaten them. And they told the jailer, keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. These people were cast not only in a prison, but in the inner prison. Listen, listen, please. Listen carefully. These are not just stories. We are reading this for our example. Which means we are going through the same, same thing. When the devil realizes who you are, his number one purpose is to cast you into a prison. Not just a prison, but an inner prison. In a prison. Let me tell you this. This, this Satan He's already defeated. But it's a bluff. It's just like those of you who have grown or who grew up in villages. You knew that if you are growing some crops, there are some animals who, which come and eat them. Birds and others. So you make some kind of scarecrow that will hinder those birds to eat them. And so, what happens? The birds come and fly away. 
Monkeys come and run away because they think that's a real person. That's what the devil has done to many of us. From the, mom, from the day of the cross, this is what the devil is doing. He's scaring us. He's a, he's a scarecrow. It's a bluff. So here he is taking these disciples and he took them and cast them into prison. Not just a prison like everybody, but an inner prison. When you, when you come to the knowledge of grace and you accept Christ as your Savior, you believe the message of Yahweh. From that day, the devil will begin to fight you differently. You will realize you are fighting back battles you had never fought before. You, you realize it's harder now. And then sometimes you will wonder, why do I have to suffer? Why do I struggle? Listen, you are just in a prison. The devil imprisons your mind. The devil imprisons your body. And to make you think out of the contents, uh, the contents of the word. To make you think you are not free. To make you think that you cannot, you know, express yourself. If you are in Christ, I have met people who have been in prison. In a deep prison. Where even when they want to come out, they feel they can't. And there is no prison. Like the prison of lust and sin. We even sing a song. Brother, if you can give us that song. I don't remember this, but it says, If men today. Oh my, let's quickly get that song. I want to sing it. Brother, you, have, you know the title? Yeah, when Jesus comes. Quickly now. Give us that song. Let the people see these words. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Have you got the words, Brother Marvin? You have the words already. It says when Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When, when Jesus comes, the tears are wiped away. He takes the gloom and fills the life with glory. For all is changed when Jesus comes to stay. And then he says, Gamba. there was one that sat alone beside on the highway. He Nga, was begging. His, His eyes were blind. The light he could not see. He clashed his rugs. Zina. and shivered in the shadows then Jesus came and he bade the darkness to flee from home and friends the evil spirits drove him among the tombs he dwelt in misery he cut himself as demon powers possessed him then Jesus came and he set the captives free. Unclean, unclean. Ah, the leper cried in torment. The deaf, the dumb. 
In helplessness, stood the fever raged. Disease and had gripped its victim. Then Jesus came and he cast out every fear. So men today, oh I love this one. Men today, they have found. We have found. I have found the Savior able. I could not conquer passion, passion, lust, sin, their broken hearts, my broken hearts, why are they broken? Because you want to conquer this, but there is nothing in you to conquer with, and you are in prison. They go to church and still in prison. They pray but still in prison. They read the Bible but still in prison. They preach but still in prison. Let me tell you, it knows no bounds. Prison. That's what the devil desires. To take us and captivate us and put us in a prison. A prison of passion, lust and sin. So they are broken hearts. They had left them sad and lonely. That's what the devil does. The moment he comes and begins to tempt you with these things. And then you become a victim. The next thing is you become sad. You become lonely. There is one thing sin will do. Sin will always bring sad sadness and loneliness. And that's why the people that engage into these things, they often want to get some uh, something to soothe their spirit. You know, they want to get some alcohol and be happy. The moment alcohol wears off, then they are sad again. They want to, to get some smoke. They want to get some weed. They want to get some, you know, marijuana or whatever you call it. You know, so that they can soothe their self and be happy. The moment it wears off, they become sad again. They become depressed. They become lonely. It is a prison. But here, the song says, Amen, it had left them sad and lonely. Some of those were asked. But these are the game-changing words here. Then Jesus came. Tell two people, then Jesus came. Then Jesus came. Then Jesus came. And he dwelt himself within. When Jesus comes, yes, he comes to dwell inside. He comes to dwell in. In my life. In my soul. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my God. So they were thrust into the inner prison. And they were made, they made their feet fast in the stocks. <laughs> So they were there, prisoners. Prisoners of sin in this case. But friend, don't you worry. You are not here. 
to prove how powerful you are. You are here to prove how powerful your Savior is. Hallelujah. All my life, I've gone through things. But everything I've gone through, you know, even as a young person, I became saved at 13 and 12, 11, around there. But then as I grew up, you know, going through, you know, the, you know, the trials of life and temptations of life, but I would always tell myself, you, you can make it. You are greater than you know. I always ask myself, what is that desire in my heart? For holiness, for righteousness, for more of God. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Peter. What is that that was in me? That was not my own abilities. It was something in me desiring for something greater. You might be here today. It doesn't matter how you are. You don't need to be a hypocrite. I'm preaching this to tell you you don't need to be a hypocrite. I don't need to be a pastor of hypocrites. Because hypocrites will not go to heaven. You don't need to be a hypocrite. You need to admit and say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. I can't do it on my own. He knows you can't do it on your own. That's why he sent Jesus. That's why he sent this message of the hour. Why God sent William Branham, the prophet of our generation, he didn't come to bring another religion. He came to bring a message which will take us back to our relationship with Jesus Christ. So when if you're struggling come to that place where you know I know my redeemer but the problem we have many Christians are hypocrites how are you? I'm fine but you know what you're you know you're a sinner. You know you need deliverance. You know you need to press further, deeper in Christ. You know you need the Holy Spirit. But the devil makes you comfortable in your prison. Listen to me. Admit you are in a prison. No, you are in a prison. But also, no, you are not alone. No, that you have a redeemer. No, that you are a trophy of grace. Not your works. But grace. He that Hallelujah. He that fought the battle on the oh, cross and won that battle can actually take you out of that prison without you having to do anything. So what must I do? Let us follow the scripture. So they had they were in an inner prison and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed. Point number one, pray. If you are hurting, pray. If you are confused, pray. 
pray in every situation. If you are in temptation, pray. If you have sinned, pray. If you feel bad, pray. If you are depressed, pray. If your mind is losing it, pray. Pray sincerely. Pray with all your heart. Don't say prayers. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray deeply. Enter into the revelations. I spoke about prayer last Friday. You can pray until visions begin to burst in your side. You begin to see yourself a well man. You begin to see yourself delivered. You begin to see yourself above and beyond your problem. You begin to see yourself victorious. Then you begin to pray as a victorious man or woman. Prayer is a weapon. It's the greatest weapon God has ever placed in a mankind. Prayer. They, Paul and Silas. They prayed. They prayed. And sang a praises. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you pray and you hear the word. And you don't sing praises. You will never be delivered. There was a man called Saul. He was a child of God. But evil spirits came on him. Repeatedly. Spirits of depression. And oppression. But the solution was they were supposed to find a man who was gifted. To play. A stringed instrument. And as he was playing. The demons will begin to live one by one. One by one. There is power. Power. Wonder working In the blood. Of the land. Let me tell you. There is something that praise does. Don't think it's about the dance. It's more than the dance. If you praise and you dance and you jump and you leap and you clap your hands, what is that? It's welcoming your victory. This is biblical. It's many places in the Bible. When the children of Israel came to take Jericho, God told them, all you need to do is to shout and go around the Jericho world. Shout. Shouting. Shout. And go around the walls of Jericho. Shout. What is shouting? Just, the, the, the reason the, the, the reason behind what you're doing. As you shout, as you rejoice, as you dance, you do it not carnally but in the spirit. Victory comes down. And God will take you out of your prison. Some people come in the church and they only hear when the preacher finishes, Amen. They go. 
That's why it is difficult for you to come to your victory. Stay. Get into the praise. Get into the worship. Let the, let the spirit of God soak you. While you worship him and you praise him. You are being delivered. Spirits are leaving. The time I've seen in most of the services I've ever been in. People being delivered. It's either when the word is going on or mostly after the word has been preached and the people are praising or worshiping God. That's when victory comes down. So they were praying and singing praise unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly hey, suddenly when God is going to show up he come and announce just do the right thing he will show up suddenly in your situation in your prison he must show up he must come and take you out of your prison if you praise him and worship him the right way even if your marriage is in shambles praise and worship him he will show up suddenly. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. It doesn't sound like quiet, quiet church. That God came in quietness. That nobody even heard him. As we were in those religions, sit and settle. We are in God's house. You don't need to do this and that. Shout, follow down. No, be stable. Even when you're praying, pray in your heart. That is what the religion says. But this is not what I see here. When he came down, suddenly. The Bible says the very, the very foundation of the prison Imagine if there was a spirit on you. The Bible says the very foundation of that spirit that is why many times when people are being delivered from things, many times you find them jumping up and falling. Many times. Yeah, sometimes it's just an influence of the Holy Ghost. And you know, you just someone is just drunk. But sometimes it is people being delivered from spirits. Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes on you and he shakes the very foundations of that prison. <laughs> to the extent that you fall down without anyone touching. You. What is that? The very foundations of the prison they were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone was burned we are loose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God came down, why did He come down? Because there was a trophy there. 
Hallelujah. Amen. If this is yours, brother. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible and your phone. Bible and someone takes it from you. And gives it to another. What do you do, brother? Do you just sit and leave it there? What do you do? Tell us or show us what you should do. Come on now. Or else your phone is gone forever. Give me my Bible. The Bible is mine. Your phone is not mine. Huh? <laughs> the devil takes what belongs to you and, and takes it away from you. Do you just sit and relax? So show us what you do. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> God bless you. That's what you do. You, you repossess what belongs to you. It is yours. The moment you receive the Holy Spirit, you are no longer of your own. You are his. You are his trophy. You are the proof of his victory. You are the proof of his grace. He cannot sit there. He cannot sit there and watch the devil taking you away from him. He comes to enforce his victory. And when he, what, what, what does he do that? He says, the prison shook the very foundation. And he, then he came down. Why did he come down? Because Paul and Silas were in there. Why will Jesus come to you? Oh my, now I'm prophesying to you now. You. Why will Jesus come to you? Because you are his. The devil has no right and authority. He has no power over your body. Over your soul, over your life, whatever prison that the devil has taken you in, he will come down and shake the very foundation and take you out of there. Hallelujah. That's why I can say by authority because I know it every one of you that are a seed of God you must be able to come to perfection. The devil cannot stop it. He cannot hinder. Why? Because grace called us out of the world. Grace redeemed us. Grace delivered us. Don't you worry. If there is any spirit on your life trying to control your life, grace is coming down to redeem you out of your prison to take you out. It must happen. I said it must happen. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. 
I always told myself as I was growing up nothing can hinder me from getting married. Nothing can hinder me even from living these worldly things. Nothing can hinder me from being a preacher. Nothing can hinder me from serving God all my life. Nothing can hinder me. Not poverty. Not lust. Not the desires of the things of the world. Nothing. Why? Because I am a trophy. I am a trophy of his grace. If you are comfortable in your prison, suit yourself. But as far as I'm concerned, I am not comfortable in any prison that the devil has put me in and I'm going to come out Paul and Silas were there when the angel of the Lord came down he redeemed them out of there the Bible says the doors were open the chains which had bound them they opened up on their own they fell off what was that the power of God the power of grace Hallelujah. They did nothing. He did everything. Hallelujah. What they did was to recognize his presence. Keep serving God. Your body will submit. Keep serving God. Your spirit must submit. Keep in, coming to church. Keep hearing the word. Keep reading the word. Your body must submit. It must come to subjection of the power of God. And then the prison. Let me just finish up these verses. I think I'm going to continue with this subject on Sunday because my time is up and I want to continue. There's a few more verses here. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone whose bands were loosed. Everyone. Everyone. His bands were loosed. Oh my God. Praise God. When Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. When he came at the tomb of Lazarus, he called Lazarus by name. And Lazarus came out. And Jesus said, lose him and let him go. That's the reason why Jesus came on earth. To lose us from the bands of sin. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison door was open he drew out his sword and he would have killed himself supposing the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying do thyself no harm for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. 
If the devil has been chaining you and using some of these people to chain you in sin, here's what is going to happen. God is going to deliver you. That is sure. Those people that the devil was using, they will either disappear or be saved. And here this prison guard, as he falls down at Paul and Silas's feet, he asked a question. A million dollar question. Sars, what must I do And they said, first of all, come and register on the church book. You have to dress this way. You have to talk this way. Uh, also, you have to do this and that. And um, when you, you, you get done with that, then we shall baptize you. After we baptize you, the pastor will meet you. After that, you will come and talk to the church. Confess your sins. After that. Oh, did I tell them? That, oh no, you need to do confirmation. Oh, maybe did he, they tell him. You know. You have to do penitence. You have to tell, come to tell the Holy Father everything you have done since you were a child. Father, I have sinned. Come on now. Did I have to do that? Oh, Oh, you have to pray three times a day. And you have to do wuzu. Are you hearing me now? Religions have reduced Jesus Christ to, to do list. If you go to the Adventists, don't eat pork. If you eat pork, you'll go to hell. As long as you don't eat it, you will go. Then you go, every religion will tell you. Thank God. He has called us out all the religions. We are not part of any religious system. We are not a religion. In this fellowship, we are not a religion. Are you hearing me? Let me emphasize it. We came out of religion. I can prove that right now. How many here came from Catholic, Catholicism? Raise up your hand. Raise up high, high, high. How many came from Anglicans? No, no, no. Let, let me change. Let, let me change. How many Anglicans? Because now they, they, they may feel that I, I, I am refusing them. How many Anglicans? Raise up your hand. Mine is up. Mine is up. Uh -huh. How many 
came from Islam. Raise up your hand. How many came from Adventism? How many came from uh, 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 um, what is it? Pentecostals? Right there. Okay. Uh, the rest of you came from where? <laughs> How many came from witchcraft? Raise up your hand. How many were Jehovah's Witnesses? Mormons. Oh, those religions. We came out of them. This fellowship is a combination of all religions. We don't separate or divide any religion. Because religion is not our goal. This word is not about religion. It's about the grace of Jesus Christ. That's all. Anyone is welcome to fellowship. We are only drunk with the word and the Holy Spirit. We love the word. Anything away from the word is not none of our business. What we do, what we want to do, what we endeavor to do is what the word tells us. And the only goal we have is the rapture, the coming of the Lord. Anything else is secondary. So now listen to me. Does it mean the religions are bad? Well, I'll ask you, is it bad for you to take a shower? You do it, you don't do it, you are a human being. But while well, you should take a shower, it is recommended. It is recommended you be a part of a religion. It is recommended you be a part of it. They will teach you culture, they will teach you behaviors, they will teach you how to be a good man, how to be... But it will not take you to heaven. God in every age sends a message which will prepare his people to go to heaven. And that message will be according to the Bible. And we are among those people that have been called to prepare ourselves to go to heaven. And I say praise God for that. We are not the only ones. There are many others like us. They are almost everywhere around the world. So we are not the only ones. So it's not our church. It is what we stand for. Are you hearing me child? So friends, this man was not told to follow any religion. But here is one thing he was told. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved and thy house. What? Nothing else? Nothing else. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ 
and thou shalt be saved. Why? Because he has done all the fighting. He has done all the actions, all the works, all the battle, and he has won the victory. And he is here in the form of his work to claim every trophy of his victory. I am one of them. I was claimed. I came out where I was. I came out of a life of sin. I came out of my denomination. I came out where I was. And here I am. I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And what shows you believe on him? You will do everything he tells you to do. That's why we get baptized. In much water. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you continue reading down there. This man was baptized that very night. Past midnight. Trophies of his grace. If you want to hear more, you, just, you can come or stream on Wednesday. We'll take it further. God bless you. You can stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want us to sing this little light of mine. I want to let it shine. I want the world to know. I want to display myself before the world as a trophy of his grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the way, I'm happy to see Brother Samuel. Amen. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, you can be a trophy too. Or if you've not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. As we sing, I'll just invite you to come. Only those of you are here. To come and we lead you to him. Hallelujah. It's just wonderful. He's wonderful. How many love Jesus Christ? With all their hearts. Amen. Well, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, oh, this little light. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under the bushel. Oh, I'm gonna let it shine. And should I hide it under the bushel? No, I'm gonna let it shine. Amen. Should I hide it under the bushel? I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. I'm asking you now, where this light? 
should I hide it under the bushel? I'm gonna let Well, you got to answer me now if you believe it. Should I hide it under the bushel? I'm gonna let it shine. We hide it under the bushel. No, no, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Amen. Let it shine. Let it shine. This little light on mine. This little light on mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Amen. This little light on mine. We Amen, this little light of mine. Amen, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Amen, let it shine. Let it shine. Well, down at the cross, well, where my Savior died. Amen, down where for a cleansing from sea I cried. Amen. To my heart was the blood. I'm singing glory, glory to you. Oh, well, glory, 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 glory to His name. Hallelujah, glory to So sweetly abides with him. Amen. There at that cross where he took me to me in glory, glory to Oh, hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah.
it on your lips right now. Glorify his name. Glorify his wonderful name. To my heart was the blood. We glow. Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. All the love. Amen. There is power. Amen. Power. Oh, wonder-working power in the most precious blood. Yes, there is power. There is power. Amen. Power. Oh. In the blood, oh, the land, hallelujah. There is power, oh, power, oh, wonderful power. In the most precious blood, would you be free? Would you be free from your burden of sin? There is power. In the blood, amen, power in the blood, amen, sin stains are lost, in his life giving flow, there is wonderful power, amen, there is power, 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 wonderful power in the blood, precious blood.
Lord, you do service for Jesus, your King. In the blood. Power. Power in the blood. Would you live? You live daily. His praises to sing. There is wonderful power in the blood. Oh, there is power. Power. Just blood oh the light. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Everybody is. I'd just like us to worship him in a song or two and then we'll pray before. What a precious Savior. He gave himself for us. The least we can do is to praise him. Speak to him and let him do the rest. If you have a bully, but you know your father is rich. The, the best you can say is, I'll talk to my father about it. I know he will sort it. Whatever is troubling you today, you can tell the, your father about it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Brother Peter, you want to get to the piano for just a moment and help me sing this song if you can give him a microphone and just like to worship him from, from the depth of our hearts because of what he has done for us. Think about, just meditate about the words you have heard today. You didn't hear them by accident. It was by design. God knew you would be here today. Peter, help me sing this. I have no more voice.
In my language, I can say this. Niba mueta yesu. Hallelujah. Niba mueta yesu. Oh. Niba mueta yesu. Ha ha ha. Oh, Yes. Oh, you can join me and say, Niba Mueta Yesu. Oh, everybody, let's sing it now. up your hands and worship no matter what chains where are you brother Luanga pick the microphone quickly hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus everybody is no matter what chain, no matter what prison, Jesus never failed. He's not going to fail you. If you go deeper enough, you can hear the sounds of freedom. You can hear the sounds of freedom. Chains falling off. His light shining in your prison. Taking you out of that prison. Taking you out of that prison. Setting you free. With the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He will not fail. If you have heard the word and you have believed it, this is your moment now to put that word to test. Come on now. Tell him. 
Lord, fill me. Come in my situation. You know what I'm going through. I need you, Lord. Right now. Right now. Right now. He never fails. Never fails. Hallelujah. To the family in Ethiopia streaming this service now. I'm telling you in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus never fails. Look to him now. Believe him. Watch for the supernatural to happen. You might be wrong somewhere. He'll put everything right. He puts everything right in his season. He says, I am the Lord and I'm here to carry you out of that prison, to liberate you and set you free. Believe it for yourself. Hallelujah.
I am shed. 
Thank you, Jesus. I'm sheltered in your arms, Lord. I'm protected, Lord. In your arms, I'm safe. Let the storms rage high. Let the dark clouds rise. Don't want to worry me, Lord. I'm sheltered in the arms of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. For such a grace, such a love. What would we have done without you, Lord? But when you came down and you gave yourself for us, you took our place so that we might take your place. You took our place so we might become you. What an opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. We just love you with all our hearts, Lord. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. Let your word and fill our hearts, oh God. Let your presence engulf our hearts, oh God. That even as we leave this place, Lord, we will not walk away from your presence. But may we stay in there, Father. May we stay right there, Father, where all things are possible. Whatever prison that anybody might have been in, Lord, let them walk out of their prison right now, Father, by faith. Let them see that God is faithful. Your faithfulness, Lord, has been so sweet and your mercies has flooded and touched our souls. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Be with us now as we shall go, Father, to our homes. Keep us, oh God, covered. Covered in your arms, covered in your love. When a tempter comes, Lord, may you also come and take our place and overcome for us, Lord. For we love you, O oh God, as we worship you from the depths of our hearts. And we say, Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Come on, just one more time. Just worship him in your own way. Just say to him, thank you, Jesus. Just tell him thank you. Just give him an adoration and praise and worship with your own words and maybe with your hands lifted up to him and just say thank you before you leave this place I ask that his presence will go with you and that he will give you grace in your time of need thank you Jesus hallelujah with Jesus I am saved even more Sister Winnie come right over here and get a song microphone and sing this song Welcome my soul as the sister sings this song I want you to listen to it if you can close your eyes and listen to these words go with these words in your heart go with these words in your heart 
anchor your soul in the heaven of rest. Hallelujah. Yes. Sing the chorus again. I've anchored my soul.
be seated. Praise the Lord. God bless you so much. Amen. God bless you. As we, before we dismiss, I just wanted to read this announcement to you. Sister Ruth has sent greetings to the church. Sister Ruth is the sister. She's one of us uh, that gave birth recently to a baby, Brother Martin. Was it a baby girl, baby boy? I don't remember. A baby girl, yes. So she's been away, being taken care of by one of our sisters. So she has sent greetings. I think she will be here next, uh, next weekend. So uh, we thank God for that baby and the self-delivery of that baby. Amen. And also, uh, some of you may not know already, we have the budget for our youth meetings already. It is out. I would like this interpreted for some people who are here and others who are streaming and cannot understand English. So, Brother Martin, you want to take the microphone and, and help interpret, please? So, we already have our budget out uh, for our January youth meetings. Our meetings are going to take place 12th to 14th January. It's a grand time. Uh, last year, by the way, I always said last year, but we had it January this year. So our next is January 2024. So the last time was a wonderful time. We had a brother Isaac from Nairobi ministering. And also brother uh, Michael from Canada also ministering. Uh, but this, uh, this one we are going to have um, other ministry to come. I've uh, invited brother Timothy uh, Prout from the USA and also brother David Mayer from from, uh, from France. Uganda, David Mayer France. There, there's also other brothers coming. And um, we, uh, we are looking forward to this time because we know these ministers that are coming that I failed to invite. We have not invited them because they are coming from Canada and France. But we have invited them because their ministry has widely blessed the young people over the years. They have been preaching many youth camps. And I've watched a few of those services myself. Some of you might have already watched uh, Brother Timothy Prout preaching or so, and you might have already been blessed by their ministry. So I believe their ministry will bless the young people in Uganda. I'm not inviting them for our fellowship. 
I'm inviting them for the country. Because we are going to have young people coming from many churches. From as far as Karamoja. Um, in the south, in the, the west, west, in the east, um, and um, others are going to be coming from Kampala. And the, the churches, we are going to invite all the churches. We are not inviting all the people, we are inviting only the younger people from the churches. And I know not all of them will come. Because one, one reason or the other. So I understand that others will not be able to come, so we shall also be streaming those services. So uh, it's going to be a, 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 a very a grand time, if I may say. We also have. Um, Fellowships from Kenya, churches from Kenya who want to be a part of us. Also from Ethiopia. Also from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. So let's look forward to that and be in prayer about those youth meetings. Um, the young people in this church, I expect you to participate 100%. So our budget is out. We are going to need not less than 30 millions uh, to, to, to be able to host the meetings. It's going to be three days, uh, uh, Friday night, it will begin Friday night, and then throughout Saturday, then Sunday. So, um, we, have, uh, we have already announced and asked people coming in from other churches to contribute. Every individual will at least contribute uh, 50,000. At least 50,000. So which means they can contribute more. Uh, last year we had um, close to 300 people. So this year we expect to have um, uh, 100 or 200 more. So that will make it in the regions of 400, 500 people. It could be more or less. So uh, with that number you, you can understand that uh, even if everybody contributed 50,000, it will not fin fully finance the whole budget. We are the ones hosting the meetings. So we ought to contribute more. So uh, on that note, I already we agreed with, the, with our team. But at least each member member, each young person, each adult member, whoever fellowships here should at, contribute at least a hundred thousand to make that possible. And you can contribute that money immediately right now 
after the service on your website. On our website uh, we also have a, a WhatsApp group for the meetings. WhatsApp group. If you are not already there, you can ask Brother Ayesika. Where is Brother Ayesika? Stand up. Is he here? He stepped out. He stepped out. Oh, Brother Joel. Where is Joel? Okay, right over there. Ask them to enroll you. There. Oh, you can just go on our website. It's dvfellowship.org. Website www.dvfellowship.org. Dvfellowship. Space. Dvfellowship.org. So there, when you go there, you will see all the details about Again, the meetings. Amen. Amen. So, how many are warming up for that time? January 2024. Amen. Amen. And uh, there is others who have already contributed. Uh, others from even young people who have contributed more than 100,000. I don't know if they want me to mention their name, but I'll find out first. Yes, so we'll see first. I'll fight first. Check. But otherwise, you, you, are, you are welcome to give even 1 million, 2 million, 5 million. Give as much as you, you, you can. Give as much as you can towards this yeah. There is one young person here in the church. You know the church here? Who has given 500,000 already. Are you hearing? He's a young person. Okay, when I find out whether they want me to mention their name, and then I'll tell you. But let that motivate you also to do the same. Amen. Amen. We need those meetings. We believe God will um, help us to for them to be a success. We are also still contributing for our land fund. We are not giving up. We are still continuing. We will receive messages uh, before the end of the month that we talked about last time. Those of you who have not fulfilled your pledges. So God bless you. You can greet one another. Say God bless you. Thank you for coming. And uh, we shall meet next, sun, next uh, Wednesday. We're going to be here again on Wednesday at 5 p.m. So we stream our services on, Zoo, on um, YouTube podcast. So feel free to share those services with others who have been here. So you are all dismissed in Jesus. Name.